0: Welcome back ladies to set apart women. Hey guys, how's it going?
1: I'm Candace Hart.
0: I'm Jamie Lynn Now we're so glad that you're here. We
1: are. We want to, we've been really excited about this podcast. We just want to release what the Lord has given each of us individually for the year 2022.
0: Yes. And, um, this is so cool because we're going to share words. We're not going to add to them. We're just going to share what we heard. And then we can break it down a little bit more after we share the words, you know, if that's how this goes, who knows how this will go, but we want to encourage you, you hear God and we love hearing God. And so we are wanting to empower you. And oftentimes I get words that are for myself, um, from the Lord. And I don't always feel like it's for everyone, but I was so excited because two of the words that I am so pumped about that I got quote unquote for myself is actually something that I felt very strongly was for all of us who will choose them. So that's yeah. kind of different for me this year. Pretty exciting. I'm yeah. Thinking. This is the
1: first time I've ever sought for a prophetic word corporately. Yeah. So I've asked the Lord Holy spirit for one, for a one-on-one person, one for mentorship or just for someone who needs it. And yeah. I've asked for myself, but I've never, I've never sought him corporately for like a group of people or for, just women in general.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to hear Candice's word. I was like, you are doing this. So we're going to deliver these words. I love traveling. I do travel with international nonprofits and I get to prophesy to rooms and individuals and have a lot of training in my prophetic background. I used to equip kids to hear the voice of God. I used to equip adults to hear the voice of God. So I'm excited to step into this because it's been a minute online doing this. And I'm saying this to back up credibility, but I also want you to know I would never join... A podcast with somebody I didn't trust who hears the Lord, and so I'm excited to hear what Kenneth has and to share. Feel
1: free to test me, that's what the Lord says. He says to test the Spirit, so
0: totally, yeah. The only spirit I hear is the Holy Spirit. So, if yeah, always message us and let us know, like with such kindness and love, mm-hmm. let us know yeah, if please. you ever feel anything.
1: Please be nice, <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, I've been on media for a long time, people can be mean. Mm-hmm. I've cried. I've cried, but I feel, you know, it strengthens you. So anyways, yeah. however you want to deliver it, just get it out, you know, because it may be a word from the Lord, even if you don't know how to deliver it. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Okay. Without further ado, let's hop on in. Let's um, go for how it. How do you want to do this? Um, You start. Okay. Like, oh, yeah. Okay, great. Um, I have three different words that I want to share with you guys. And so we can go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, So I'm not going to add to this. I'm just going to be real um, and share what I heard. One, um, this is a year of discipline. I feel that there's a lot of even more temptation for apathy to come in and for um, what is deception to come in. But those who are disciplined, your discipline to the Lord will save you. What does that mean? Jesus is the only one who can save you. So I'm not talking about salvation. I'm saying when you wake up in the morning and you're in the word and you're letting go of the idols that take up too much time or letting go of this book when like, if you're never reading the word of God, you're never worshiping, you're never in prayer, but you're doing all these other things religiously, that's a big check. And this is set up, this podcast is called Set Apart Women. So I feel like I can talk really directly. This is where discipline comes in, body, soul, spirit. So your body needs to be healthy and strong. Your um, soul needs to be refreshed and full. You need to have community time. You need to, you know, protect friendships, serve those around you well, and you need, Your spirit needs to be thriving. You need to water your heart with friendship with the Holy one and feed your heart with his word. And so discipline is like, literally, I can't, I I don't feel released to tell you everything that I'm doing personally this year. I think it would overwhelm people and you'd be like, that's extreme. And I'm like, this is what I heard from the Holy spirit. And this is what is required of me this year. And I'm not saying it's required of everybody else. Mm -hmm. So that's why I don't feel led to share it because oftentimes you could compare and that's not what this is about so your response to discipline would be holy spirit where are areas of my life that have not been disciplined that you want to dis you want me to be disciplined in more and i don't mean like you're getting in trouble i mean discipline of like every morning i wake up i make my bed i brush my teeth i go spend time with the lord and i move my body there's no questions asked i do that every single morning that's discipline it means when i don't feel like it i do it anyways it means when somebody tries to schedule something else, I say, no, I have this. I did that the other day already. I'm like, oh, this is so awkward for me, but I wouldn't be able to accomplish what God told me to do in 2022 if I meet you 45 minutes earlier for this meeting. And they're so sweet. I surround myself with people who celebrate it. So discipline, what areas of do you need to be disciplined in? You may be really great spiritually, but your body may not be healthy. You may be really great with your body being disciplined and healthy. And what you put in is really beautiful and pure but your spirit is not or what you're putting your time to your soul. Like, so I I don't want to keep going on and on, but I hope do you feel that that was good? No, I do. Okay. Your turn.
1: So, um, the first one was to love. Well, I feel like we will be getting into, I feel like the Lord was laying this on me because I, this is something that's how you see the fruit of somebody is how well they love other people. So they can quote scripture because even Satan did that. They can walk in the church. They can do all the things they're supposed to. But if you're not loving people well, and if you're not loving him wholeheartedly, we're not walking, we're not walking with him. And I feel like he was laying on us on my heart one, because it was going to be so important to recognize who we're running with, who still needs us. But also I feel like he was going to say like, Hey, this is going to be really hard. Um, And so he wants us to start practicing and discipline ourselves to love those who persecute us, those who hate us, those who are really complicated and hard to get along with. He wants us to love them well and love them thoroughly. So,
0: that's good. Um I love that. Uh I want to we'll do a teaching moment after this. Um cuz we're just going to share the words and then we'll come back and add to yeah, add scriptures and yeah. Um well you can do that now if you have scriptures to Do you have oh <laughs> well, yeah, did you have
1: one for discipline that you want to share?
0: Um, nope, I don't okay have one right now.
1: So that's the I'm just I'm I have actually several, but this is the one I want to point out. And I think we've actually said this like four different times on our podcast. But Jesus replied, the greatest commandment. Is in Matthew 23. And I put 37 through 440 because I feel like the Lord highlighted something to me. So Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest commandment. And the second is like it: love your neighbor as yourself. What most people leave off at the end is all the law and prophets hang on these two commandments. So every rule he gives us when he talks about loving your neighbor, honoring your mother and father, do not murder. Um, do not covet. Everything comes back to the basis of love. And so if we are actually loving people and he's going to ask us one day and he's like, you did all these things in my name, but did you learn to love? Did you learn to love like me? And that's what we need to really go after this year.
0: Yeah. I love that. And the, I shared this word on Facebook and Instagram about discipline and the scripture I have is Hebrews 12, 11. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace oh. for those who have been trained on it by it. Here's the thing. Discipline, I believe, is like, that's like correction, but also discipline. Like, here's another picture I had with the word discipline. When you are training for war as a warrior in the Army, Navy, if you're a Navy SEAL, and honestly, if you're in the Kingdom of Heaven, you're like way cooler than a Navy SEAL, and I'm obsessed with Navy <laughs> SEAL, so that's not a dig at Navy SEALs in any capacity. um, it's a compliment. But I you know, Navy SEALs have extensive training so that when opportunity comes, they are prepared. And there's going to be opportunities of exciting celebrations for you to stand your ground. And you're either going to be ready or not. And there will be opportunities to be shaken. There will be shaking coming. And I don't know what that looks like exactly. I have ideas, but I have not been allowed to release them um, publicly. But I believe that there is a shaking coming and those who are found in Christ Jesus will not be shaken. I just want you guys to know, no matter what hell came at me last year or the year before the year before that, I have had an amazing year because Jesus has been with me. Yes. I can't look back and be like, oh, I'm so I'm not one of those people. who's like, I'm so glad 2021 is over. Jesus was with me. He produced so much character and fruit in my life. He's done so much. I can't help but celebrate what he did. Yes. And I look back and I'm like, wow, that was a, there was a lot of difficulty in 2021 for me for my husband. And I'm like, wow, but God, like God trumps all of it. So I say this because turn your heart to him and be disciplined because it produces harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it and be prepared for what's coming. Something is coming. And I, and I did hear, and I think this, I have no problem sharing what another prophet said, but I'm not taking credit for this. Um, he said, give God your January, give him the first fruits yeah. of your year And, and, and you will not be shaken the rest of the year. Don't test the Lord on this essentially. And so I really felt the Lord on that, like give God this month, give him everything you have, um, the things, the extreme things that I've been switching up my schedule lately are really hard. And today was difficult for me, but it gives me excitement to know, wow, in, you know, however many days I'm going to look back to day one and be like, wow, look, you're doing it. Cause I'm not giving up. I'm going to keep showing up. And so I hope that makes sense. No, yeah, it does. Okay. We're two. Yeah. Go for it. We're two. Eight. Um, okay. So I really feel strongly about the pro-life movement right now. Clearly, um, clearly God, you know, every day we're presented with life or death and a lot of mm-hmm. these moms are being presented with life or death. And did you know a majority of moms who get pregnant unexpectedly, um, would keep their baby if they could afford it and have the resources to carry through and carry on with their baby. And so if you're pro-life, you should also be pro-mom and pro-dad because there are a lot of men who want to keep the baby as well, but they're just young and, or they're not, in it. they don't have the ability. They don't think they have the ability. They don't know that the church is ready to help. And so here's what I see. I see Roe v. Wade being overturned. And right now the church has, this is the prime opportunity for the church to get, around pro life movement. I'm not just talking about praying. Yes, we need to be praying, but that's not enough right now. So I see women, I see us and yes, we're going to create space for you to come volunteer with us at pregnancy, pregnancy centers, local in Dallas. We want you to do this. Like it is a sacrifice. It is costly to follow the Lord. It costs your time. It costs your comfort. It costs whatever. Look, we are sitting here because we paid a cost. The convictions I have in my life are because of the cost that I was willing to pay. And it was painful, but I'm so glad I paid, I paid it and and there's so much more growth to come. So I haven't arrived anywhere near what's possible. I can't, I can't wait to see where God takes me over the next several decades. Mm -hmm. So it is going to cost time, money, resources, connections, networking, whatever it is, put your time once a month at a pregnancy center where you can go preach the gospel, um, encourage your church hey, do you think that our church could do a campaign to foster children? Yes, yo. Do you think our church mm. could do, like connect with the local pregnancy center to volunteer, to have even five volunteers from our church, even, I don't care if it's a mega church. One volunteer makes a difference. They are gonna be so overloaded. And in Texas, they already are totally overloaded because of the abortion ban in Texas. Yeah. Like we've got to show up. And if you are pro-life, that means you will serve and take care even at a sacrifice, you've got to be pro mom. You'd got to be pro mom. You got to be mm-hmm. pro family. So there are a hundred different ways that you could show up in this. Okay. And it's not just money and it can be, it can be for many people. It will just be money, but I'm telling you, if you are willing to lay down your comfort and your time to show up and do what the Holy Spirit leads you to do in this, I want to encourage you to do it and don't get mad or frustrated the way somebody else is doing it. Stay in your lane this year and serve the way God calls you to serve. And so I say this because with the pro-life word, what I see is once Ruby Wade's overturned, it goes down to the states. The states will make a decision. Every state will be able to say we choose life or we choose death. Whether they're no God or not, that is what they're doing. And you will see weather patterns respond to the sound of every state's decision. You'll see earthquakes. You'll see tornadoes. You'll see tsunamis. You'll see fires. You'll see, you name it. Things we haven't seen yet, I believe. The Lord is going to respond to life in the nation and he will respond to the death that's coming on our nation because when Jesus is Lord he always wins when he's not Satan is Lord period it's biblical so I know that's intense but I don't know how to to deliver it I'm not even going to apologize I'm just going to say I felt like it needed to be shared really boldly and so put your time go volunteer you get to preach the gospel at a lot of these Christian pregnancy centers they're already overloaded here in Texas yes. so wherever you live just see how you can show up and and do it do not delay because when it overturns they're going we already need to be ready to receive the moms with open arms in our church And we need to be ready to,
1: when he talks about filling your lamps with oil, we're preparing for what's coming. We don't get what's coming and then hurry and scramble. That's not how success works. And I will say, I love Jamie. This is such a good word. I talked to somebody one time and we were discussing abortion. We had different views on it. And they told me, they said, it just seems like you care more about the unborn than you do about people after they're already here. Cause I'm like, cause a lot of people believe that if you choose to keep your baby, you're put in this economic situation. That's awful. Y'all there's mother's homes everywhere. I actually Googled it just in our area. There was like between 20 and 30. I didn't even know there were that many because they're not government supported a lot of the churches don't know about them. And a lot of people don't know how to help and they already want to do on an individual basis. But the cool thing is is somebody's already walked this road and set up these homes. So all we have to do is jump in and just help them. It could be buying diapers. It could be like, hey, I have this part-time job available. It could be we're not going to use this car anymore, but somebody else could use it. It could be donate. There's so there's a million different ways you can help. And the That's Holy fit. Spirit's going to show
0: you. Like I love these examples. That's true. A car to a mom adopting foster care, like daycare, you could do daycare. Yes. Oh my goodness. Once a month offer daycare or whatever share, provide pay for someone to have childcare, daycare, so they can go to work as a single mom or whatever it may be. And also preach, uh, purity and the value of waiting until you're married, which I honestly think is the root identity issue or encouraging people Mm -hmm. to have sex and telling them to, sorry, I'm going to say it, but we're like, Oh, just wear a condom. But I'm like, the only way to get pregnant is having sex. And we're not, we're not anyways, but also I don't want to add to it right now. That was the word I got. I don't want to add my flesh or my opinion or my comments. So I want to seal that clearly the Lord is pro-life because he knit us in our mother's womb. He like, he knew what we were made to do before we were on this earth and he chose to put you here for this time. And there's so many future presidents and Teachers and leaders and missionaries and amazing Mother Teresa's yes. and amazing Mar- Martin Luther King level, like game changing men and women that aren't being born right now because we're wiping out a generation. And yes, our silence is wiping out a generation. Go, girl. <laughs> yes. I'm
1: all excited. Like, <laughs> let's do it. Um, so I I got one more and it was last call, and so I heard it a couple times. Um, and I was like, and at first I was like, I thought a song was trying to pop my head, and I was like, do I know that song? And I was like, last call, last call. Nothing else came to my mind until um, the Lord brought me a scripture. But first, let me break this down. Are are we moving? Yeah, okay. you're going. So last is used to inform customers that closing time is approaching and that any further things should be bought immediately. That's what last call means. Um, choose a lot in bars, but I just thought it was so crazy that it says that closing time is approaching and that any further things should be bought immediately. So we went through a season of shaking. This is what the Lord revealed to me. We just went through a season of shaking. He was telling everybody to wake up. And for me, it was a giant wake up call. Jamie and I, we've talked about, um, the year 2020. And even this last year, the things he has molded and changed in my family has been so loud and so strong. So the verse he gave me for this. Um, I've marinated in this for a couple days, and this is what he gave to me. It was Romans 13, 11 through 14. And do this understanding the present time. The hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over and the day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery not in dissension and jealousy, but rather clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. I, wa- girl, I, I can break this down. Um, one, when we put on the armor of light, we are literally putting on Jesus Christ himself. He is the light. And to walk with Jesus Christ, to be, to literally wear him, is to walk so different where the light exists. Darkness cannot, you can't have complete darkness when the light's there because it just drowns it out. And I'm like, you can either remember we've talked about which kingdom you're serving. You're either serving God's kingdom or you're serving the kingdom of this earth, which is your flesh, which is the antichrist, which is the devil. And so when we put on armor of light, we are dressing appropriately for our assignment, which means we are to put on Jesus is to come into agreement. It's to do an action. It's to step up to what he's calling you to. And this is the one thing too, that stood out for me with this word. He's still revealing different things, but I had to get this out there because I feel such a fervent urgency with everything he's doing that I've heard two things. One, if somebody doesn't make it to heaven that I've come across in my lifetime, I don't want to be because I didn't tell him. I don't want it to be because I didn't step up to what the Lord was calling me to do to share the love of Christ with them. And two, a lot of times when we decide to walk in the assignment that God's called us to, we get rid of the sins, but keep old habits and you have to stop keeping the habits that led to that sin. And when I say that, it means if you have, if you have a pornography addiction, but it wasn't just being on the computer that started it, but it was triggered by shows or by books you read. You don't keep the books and the shows and then stop looking at the computer. You also get rid of the books and shows and you take that temptation out of your life. And so we're saying he's telling us to clothe ourselves differently this year, get dressed differently this year. This is our last call moment to prepare ourselves to walk into the assignment he's leading us to and to put aside those old things. Yeah,
0: That's so good. Is that the that? closing of it? That's the closing of it. Goes so, with so it goes with the next words that I heard. Um, community. We've heard this before, but also I want to share a testimony. Um, I went to Illinois in the middle of nowhere in the cornfields this year for an entire week. And we contended for a revival with this small church. And I'm telling you, it was small in the middle of cornfields in Illinois. Jody and Ben Hughes and Keely Hughes, my Australian family, they adopted me for a week. And I just went to serve them. And he preached the gospel every night. And two dozen people gave their life to the Lord, which is huge, by the way, in such a small gathering in such a small city. One of the guys that gave his heart to the Lord just died. He was on drugs before and um, he came to the front with his wife. He gave his life to the Lord and he just recently Had tried drugs again and overdosed the first time and died and his wife walked in and the Bible app was open on his phone and he was sitting there. And so I'm just saying, I don't understand why that had to happen like that. But what I do know is the man gave his life to Jesus and was following the Lord. Um, and you never know the impact of your yes. And you showing up to minister and serve other people who are ministering as well. So this is the thing. I remember Patricia telling me you know, Jamie Lynn, if you go into a key, uh, go into a cave, you're going to die in a cave, um, or you can go out into the world and live the Great Commission, essentially. And so, if you go to Luke 10, I think this is a beautiful place to 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 read. So I'm just empowering you to go read Luke 10. But Jesus sent people out in twos, and let me let me read these scriptures. Mm-hmm. Um, this is why it's so important for us to go out and. Live the gospel, okay. Matthew 18, 20 for where two or three gather in my name, there am I with them. Why are you all isolated by yourself? He <laughs> says when two or three gather in my name, there am I with them. Mm-hmm. He's here with us. Cause we're all got, there's two of us here. He's here. I mean, you can feel his presence. I love him. Matthew 18, 20, you better live that girl, get out of the cave. Look, Candace and I have felt so uncomfortable going into new communities, but we showed up and yeah. we kept showing up and we kept showing up
1: over and over and over. Yes.
0: He's so faithful. Ecclesiastes 4, 9, Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. This is one of my favorite scriptures. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. Candace and I are doing what we're doing with set apart because there are two of us. This would not, we would not have had the impact we've had so far. No. Had we done this, had I done this by myself, we have had such a, a commitment and faithfulness to the Lord and what he's saying together. And there's no way for either one of us to shrink back because we won't let the other one. We want to be faithful. And so that is a word for you. You need to find your Candace or your Jamie Lynn and we're praying them in for you. Luke 10, one. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them two by two ahead of him to every town and place where he was about to go. He sent people out in twos. There's, it's so much better to go and serve with somebody else. You are, you're not alone, first of all. Jesus is with you, but he did not make you. If you are alone, I think it's Proverbs. I don't think. I know. It's Proverbs 18.1 talks about one who's in isolation can't even hear wisdom from a wise person because you're so you end up turning so self-focused to yourself and I'm just being real I've been there I don't know if you've been there but yeah. like isolation does not breed the kingdom of heaven god made us for one another it's important to have your alone time but it's just as important equally to find community when one is off balance it's no bueno if you go read luke 9 before luke 10 <laughs> I mean, the section right before it, of course, it's before Luke 10. (laughs) like, like, yeah. If you start in Luke 9, um, verse 57, it's the cost of following Jesus. And these people, Jesus is like, follow me. Mm -hmm. And he's like, foxes have holes, birds of the air have nests, but the son of man has no place to lay his head. He's saying, yeah, God made all these places to have a place, but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. Just follow me. Watch what I do. And the man replied, Lord, first, let me go bury my father. This is really important. They had like these burial rituals that were really important. And Jesus was like, let the dead bury their own dead. But you go and put like, it's more important for you to go proclaim the kingdom of heaven than it is for you to go bury your father, which is huge in the culture, in that culture. And still another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. This gets me. Are you ready? You think he'd be like, okay, see you, see you tomorrow. But he's like, No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. Like when God puts something on your heart, you better go do it. And he's sending them out in twos right after this, right? So it is costly to live the gospel. And that's what we're wanting to discover together with set apart women. We want women who are not afraid. And maybe you want to, and you're just not there yet, but there's never a good time to just the they actually, there's always a good time to lay your life down and pay the cost of following Jesus. And it's right now. It's always right now. As long as you have breath in your lungs, it's right now when you don't have breath in your lungs anymore, it's too late. That's the amazing part about God. There's always an open invitation for you to turn completely and fully to him. And so community and itself can come at a cost, but we need one another to accomplish what God's doing. And, and Like, side note, because I feel like I'm supposed to say this right now, like, if you desire to be famous, if you desire to be a celebrity, well-known Christian preacher, whatever, you need to get in the prayer room and you need to ask Jesus to take hold of your heart and to speak to you about why that's there. It could have a purpose and meaning, but I'm just saying what we need are people who are laid down and putting their hands to the plow because the harvest is ripe right now, right? Right. And Jesus turned his disciples at the end of the first section of Luke 10 and said, blessed are the eyes that see what you see, for I tell you that many prophets and kings wanted to see what you see, but did not see it and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. We're getting to live in times that prophets that we read about all the time. They prophesied this. I was reading Isaiah last night. I'm like, Boo-Boo prophesied Jesus. (laughs) 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 He prophesied Jesus coming. Yeah. Like in detail. And he didn't live to see it. But we, we didn't. But like we're getting to live in the fruit of it. Right? And so we're literally getting to see and hear the fruit of that prophecy being fulfilled today. So like we get a like that's our inheritance. And I don't want to sit back in a cave by myself thinking that, oh, my time with Jesus is all that matters. No, it's not all that matters. What matters is you taking what you discover in the secret place, yes, sharing it with your, you know, the one you're called to run with and running with it and mm-hmm. telling the lost, the broken, just as you've been what you heard and why share your testimony and pull them in. Cause this year, there's going to be a lot of shaking and it's going to be a prime time to to share. So anyways, that's, that's, this is what I love. Jamie, and there's so much to that. Y'all, this is so cool. One. I love that.
1: Um, have you noticed, cause you were said you were talking about this last year. Like we weren't ones that were like, man, I'm so glad 2021's over. And I even checked out, we went to a for lunch at me and there was a girl and she's like, I'm so glad it's over. The one checking me out. And I'm like, I've heard that so much. Last year was hard. I'm not, I'm not even going to try to like sugarcoat it. There were some like crazy things that came up. Um, growing hurts. Just growing can be so painful. It was a beautiful year. I got to the end of the year and my daughter's teach me how to Instagram. Y'all so funny. Um, to even to put together a reel. And I started going through all my pictures of the year and I started crying. And I'm like, this is answered prayer, answered prayer, answered prayer, answered prayer. And one, we were looking at it in a different view you have to start seeing your blessings because they're there and if you don't get your foundation right you will be shaken it is going to be painful and I'd like to share something that I totally geeked out so a couple commentaries about um when he's talking to the man who wants to go he's like let me go bury my father so I read a couple commentaries on that and it was so interesting because the guy it was talking about was like the man's father may not have actually been dead it may have been that he was older or just even sick, but what the man was trying to do was buy more time. He's like, Lord, I know you called me for this, oh, but let me take
0: care of all this stuff. I'm let hearing, me go do this I'm first. I this for the first time because I have only heard what I shared um, from teachers about um, like his father had died and he was going to bury. I haven't heard this yet. I read it and
1: <gasps> the first commentary. I was like, that's different. The second commentary, I was like, what? So it's just what? another, it's a living word. We're, Ooh, it's a rhema. Does
0: that hurt so good? Does that hurt? It that hurts again?
1: so good. <laughs> and so. He, what we do, but how often does the Lord put something on your heart? And you're like, let me get, let me get my, let me train myself a little better. I'm not going to step into this. And this is what I told the Lord all the time. I'm not going to step into teaching. I don't know the Bible enough. And he's like, do it now. And he's like, let the dead bury their own dead. You get to work. on what I set on your heart, do your assignment. Like you're ready for this because I'm walking with you. He's already walked before us. Stop trying to equip yourself And something the Lord's already prepared you for. If he's calling you to it, he'll get you ready for it. And he's going to get you through it.
0: Uh, anyways i'm so excited for the year (laughs) (laughs) i love it i hope that y'all get this is awesome this is so good this This is fun okay look y'all 2022 but there are prophets who are giving real words and i there are many that i like i'm like Mm -hmm. okay i hear you they're like this is coming but look those who are found in prophetic words should always point you to the man jesus you walking in discipline you walking in Pro life, you walking in love, you walking in community, you walking in, I don't know what to call it. It was the last
1: call you walking in the
0: great commission. Yeah. You walking in these things will make you unshakable. Mm-hmm. I was going to say something else. Oh, all of these things that we're talking about. I'm like, I got mine sweat for a second. All of these things should point you to the man, Jesus. We can't accomplish any of this without him, but yeah. these moms need to know him. And so that's why I, that's why I'm like, I'm pro-life, always have been. And I can put money towards organizations, but now look, you're gonna see us talking a lot about widows, orphans, and the pro-life mandate because we got where we did today because we are silent. So clearly that's not working. Yeah. And you know what? If your pastor isn't gonna do it, you need to. If your pastor does do it, you also need to. Like I'm so tired of people thinking that paid workers at the pregnancy centers are paid. Church members are the only ones that have mm-hmm. the authority to help change in the church. No, your voice. Go submit it kindly, like pray, ask the Lord how to approach them and submit the word to them and just say, how can we prepare for all the pregnant women to know that we love them and we want them to come to our church, but then how can we be situated to serve them and love them? Well, like whatever it and
1: is. So how to love the ones that have had abortions. Yes. Stop shaming these women yeah. who at the time may not have known better.
0: of women who sit there bottom down in a pew on Sundays have had an abortion in the church.
1: I would love to say that I was always um, pro-life.
0: There's time. No, when I was younger, when I was a
1: teenager, I mean, I, I don't even know what I thought. I thought, oh, that's good. And that's what the God calls us to. But I thought there were exceptions. I I did. I'll be a hundred percent honest. I thought there were exceptions for it. And um, man, the Lord has changed my heart so much, but the people When he calls us to the widows, he calls us to help them out. It's not just the widows. This is where the church is so powerful. If everybody could put aside their differences and really come together to show these women love that feel like they have no way out, that may not have the financial means, they don't have the education to do this. I could not have mommed by myself. I seriously joined a moms club. I don't know if you've ever heard of That's Mops. Cool. I can't even remember what it stands for. But I just remember sitting at that table for the first time with other moms, and I thought, oh my gosh, this is real. Like they, they know what I'm feeling. Like I'm not just crazy. And I'm like, these moms need us. They need to be shown love. They need someone to love their kids and tell them they matter. That they're they're it's not that they're not just messed up. This mistake won't haunt them the rest of their lives. And that how what children are blessings and there's nothing new underneath the sun. And if you're not sure about what our consequences are coming down right now, you need to go read up on bail and you need to go read up on how they worship the child sacrifice they did and what the consequences were in the Bible for that.
0: Yeah. It's cray cray.
1: Sorry, we can go no, <laughs>
0: like, I'm like, hold on. Three this is average. The words first. <laughs> and then we, then we stepped in. I
1: think we're going to come back. Cause there's so much more to share about that. Um, like I love the words that the Lord is sharing right now, but I think there's something so specific about pro-life that we, girl, we're putting together a plan. I don't think this is going to stop here.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's so true. We are, we're not messing around. We're excited to see what God does and we love you. So we're going to pray for you and we're going to close this out. But first. If you are watching, we want to thank you. If you're watching on YouTube, check out our new mics. I'm not going to say his last name, but thank you, Rob, for sewing into thank our you, podcast. Thank you, Rob, who heard the sound and was like, "I want to sew and help make your sound better." <laughs> uh, and I'm serious. And he was like, "What color do you want?" And I was like, "Are you kidding me? That's amazing!" So I love these mics. Don't you love it? It was incredible. Such a huge gift. So look, God Very provides humbling. what you need or what you want, even. Yeah. Um, in the most unique ways. He didn't like send money. The guy sent the need. Like, so thank you so much, Rob. And I pray that blessing over you that you guys, it is double. He was like, do you need (laughs) a double portion? portion." Yeah. (laughs) So we just bless that over everybody listening to what Rob did for us. There would be a double portion blessing over your lives in 2022. You know, I didn't even think about that double number, double portion. Um, Technically it's triple
1: you want to praise triple out? double
0: triple double wow
1: <laughs>
0: and go subscribe to our youtube channel leave comments go subscribe to our podcast leave a written review we want to hear from you we want to hear from you We want to hear from you also side note no shame i want to announce this because this is a testimony i would not have done this because of false humility a year ago my book hit number two on in two categories on Amazon. And it was, it's still in the top 10 and it's 99 cents on Kindle right now. So go buy holy revolution. I'm telling you, this word is so prevalent for right now. Like those who are living, there's a whole other word, but I didn't want to get into that. We'll have to do that next week, but holiness and consecration are a really big deal in revival for for this next year. And I really believe it. This word is so prevalent. So go get a Kindle while it's 99 cents on Amazon and then leave a written review. I want to hear from you. That's all.
1: It's beautiful. And y'all, if you want a prayer request, message us on Instagram at setapartwomen or you can email us at setapartwomen33 at gmail.com.
0: Yes. So Holy Spirit, we love you. We thank you. Thank you for your sound. Thank you for your voice, God. And we ask God that these words would just like, you know, anything that's not for me would fall to the ground. And Lord, we we are held accountable for what we share. And so we ask that you would bless every word that you are breathing on, that these women would receive all that you've called them to receive and run in. And we thank you, Holy One, for set apart women being like, we just thank you for the momentum of set apart women. We thank you for Um, our online mentorship that's coming this every month. We thank you for the conference that's coming up. We thank you for the retreat that's coming up. We thank you, God, for the online community that's being built. God, we thank you for women who are burning to know you practically and that you would reveal to us how to serve these women well and who to bring around us, God. Just these women who want community, we thank you. We want this so bad too. And we bless you, Jesus. You are Lord of 2022. You are Lord of our body, of our soul, of our spirit. You are Lord of our family. You are Lord of our lives. And we declare that there's no one like you. And so please reveal to us what would hinder us from getting in the way of agreeing with these words. Um, Come in and correct us. Come in and teach us. Come in and discipline us. Show us your way, Jesus. We want to be on the narrow path. And we want to be, God, I just pray that even those who don't feel like, like who don't even feel desire to pay the cost, that you would just give them the hunger to pay the cost. And not just that, that they would just have the courage to lay down their entire life, that they would, they would, that their sacrifice would be themselves on the altar to you and their whole life ahead of them. And me and Candice too.
1: Thank you, Lord. Yes. Amen. Jesus name.
0: We love you ladies. We'll see you next week. Bye ladies on Instagram. We got some announcements coming up.